0: Guys, how you doing? Uh Nico here with uh, that restaurant thing. It's been forever since the last episode, and we all know why that is. Uh COVID-19 uh rolled through and changed uh our days and our life uh in ways we didn't think was possible. Uh and I've been really just busy. Uh, taking care of that and, you know, just closing uh, two restaurants, Oli Billy, 5 and 19, and trying to figure out what the hell's going to happen to the restaurant, the staff, and just our lives in general, I guess. So the podcast uh, was, you know, kind of pushed to the back burner, understandably. And now that we are into week four, uh, Sarah and I are really we, – we've done all that we could – to secure the future, I guess you can say, and now we just have a bit of time. And I was thinking, and I've been encouraged as well by you guys to uh, put out another another episode. Uh, the thing is, I don't have the same technical equipment that I usually do when I go record with uh, World Radio Paris uh, and Katie, the producer who takes care of all the recording and mastering and that makes the uh, the episodes quite enjoyable to listen to with all that good equipment. Now, the episode you're about to listen to with my friend Manu from El Nopal, uh, Emmanuel Pena, we recorded uh, remotely because obviously confinement. So he's home in Paris and I'm here in the countryside at our house. And uh, we just used uh, a, a platform called Zencast where it would allows you to record... Uh, separate audios over wifi. Anyway, the episode you'll see sounds pretty good. It sounds, I mean, it sounds kinda great uh when you think about how it was recorded, but it's not the most premium audio quality uh you can get. But you know, special times, special measures. Uh it's still cool that we managed to uh, record an episode uh and 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 I'm thinking about uh doing more of those even though we'll confine them apart um technology uh allows us to still make some cool episodes so um enjoy guys we talked about a bunch of stuff with manu uh is a really good old friend of mine and um uh, we've been going to uh his restaurant in nopal where he's been working for eight years uh with countless of holiday staff for birthdays going away parties and whatnot and just the uh just a casual hangout by the canal and they cook up some of the most, you know, legit Mexican food you can get in Paris. And he's been doing a lot of pop-ups and he's just this really cool guy. And I thought it'd be really good to talk to him. Uh, On a side note also, um, a lot of you guys or a few of you guys actually uh, commented that uh, this podcast is lacking in uh, female guests, which is Absolutely true. You know, I've only talked to boys so far, and I plead 100% guilty of that. And I think it wasn't so much something that I calculated or thought about, and I'm not by uh, any way banning women from this show. I love women. It's been widely documented. I talk all the time about my wife and partner, Sarah. I talk all the time about, you know, a female that inspires me, a woman that inspires me. And, uh, you know, there's nothing like that, nothing of the sort. It's just like when you start something fresh and a new format, like podcast, podcasting is new to me. Uh, I think on a, on a very primal level, you tend to surround yourself or create an, an environment where you feel extremely comfortable uh, and I think I just feel more comfortable around uh, my buddies so I'm just I'm just guilty of being a bro uh, but there's a lot of women that I want to talk to and obviously uh, our scene uh, is rich with really inspiring women cook and business owner uh, that I'd love to talk to Um we had Christine from Brooklyn Biscuits in the previous episode, and she was amazing. And I'm, I'm really gonna push to get more um, women on the show. It's not you know it's something that I really want to do, and I'm I'm definitely uh, open to. Obviously, it's just for the first few episodes to get my bearings and, and to get warmed up. I think I just I just called my boys, uh, but now now that I um, I'm a little bit more seasoned, uh, we'll get some women on the show 100. percent Thank you for your patience, guys. Hope you're all doing great. Even though we, you know, the conditions, the situation is less than ideal. Um, we, uh, we, uh, we, 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 we here, and you know, we still got to do things and be creative and keep our brains moving. Even if our legs can't go super far, uh, the brain is limitless. So, anyway, uh, enough with this intro. Enjoy the episode, guys, and uh, catch you on the next one. Hey guys, uh, welcome back on the show. It's been forever since uh, episode six, for good reasons. Oh, was calling? Oh, wait, just give me a second. Of course, my dad is like calling me right now. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I'm gonna go airplane mode, airplane mode. And I'm gonna go- turn off notification. Hey guys, welcome back on the show. Uh, it's been weeks since the last episode we were really good we we're into a rhythm doing one episode a week and then uh the world stopped and uh with all the shitstorm that created for people working in the restaurant business and everybody else of course so we had to uh re-prioritize and i was i've been really i've been really busy just uh closing the shops and figuring out what the hell is gonna happen to uh my business and my employees and whatnot But uh, now it's been, I think we're into week four of confinement here in France, and things, you know, I mean, you know, we we took care of business, so to speak, and uh, now we just have time, really, and uh, I was thinking it could be, and I'm getting a lot of messages as well, people want. Uh, the podcast back. So I was thinking, and now we have all this great technology and we can do this podcast with people that are not even in front of you, uh, which is sad slash amazing. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And today I have on the show with me, not technically with me, I wish, uh, my good friend Manu, Emmanuel Manu Peña hey uh hey man from paris so he's in paris I'm here uh at my house outside of Paris and we're gonna do this thing together for how long we want because this is off off of the grid so hey manu welcome on the show my man thank you very much Nico It's good to have you here. Uh, For the people who don't know you, which is pretty much no one, because everybody kind of knows you, uh, (laughs) you're this very active uh, Mexican chef who's been working at this restaurant I really like, El Nopal, which is an institution when you're looking for Mexican food in Paris. Uh, There's two locations. The one that Sarah and I and the Holly Bailey crew always went to is the one on the canal because it's close to the shop. And it's to me some of or if not the most legit Mexican food you can get in the area. Um and yeah, you've been you've you've been there for a long time uh, doing a really really good job and um yeah, I thought it'd be great to have you on the show. I think you have a lot to say and you if people don't know you, you're someone that um is really um is gained to be known. So um again, welcome and uh, yeah, let's get let's dive right into it, my man. Thank you. How man. you doing? Good man here, just like uh surviving this uh this
1: uh, life challenge that we all have now and uh, it's I mean it's good at the same time you have to you have time to think about you you have time to do things that you never did maybe like in my case to cook things that I never cooked and
0: uh, it's good I'm fine yeah man it's it's weird like it's the same here time is really suspended we're just at the house eating and waiting and I think it's the worst like just the waiting you know what what do you do with your days like yeah I mean well like that I think I, I stopped
1: watching, like, news. Like, the, the first days, it was, like, really tough. Like, I stayed till, like, 4 a.m. reading and and uh, all the news and, like, uh, all these things that, like, sometimes you, you find, like, all these fake articles and then they're not fake and then everyone talks about this, talks about that. So I just, like, tried to just, like, stop reading all that. Just Yeah, smart. I started, like, doing what, like like they're what they're telling you what to do like uh, take care about you like if you go out uh, uh, take care when you when you come back from your house like uh, wash all your your stuff uh, take off your shoes you know like just living like that and also like well i'm just cooking um i'm cooking a lot of asian food because that's what i crave most
0: (laughs) that's cool Uh,
1: but yeah like um I was lucky that I had uh, this uh, Asian store in f- not so far away from my house, but now they're they closed. So,
0: oh, I don't know.
1: Things are going, like, really weird, but, like, that's what I'm doing. Like, I'm trying to wake up early, I'm trying to... Yeah, you have a
0: routine, like, you're trying to stick to a routine?
1: Yes, I wake up early, and then I do, like, breakfast, and then, I, I mean, I eat breakfast watching something funny. I'm try. and then I come back, and I... I Honestly, I'm just cooking. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm <laughs> uh, I mean, that's
1: what you know, that's what
0: you do. Like,
1: it's yeah. hard to say, right? I mean, I think it's very tough for all of us who work in restaurant industry, uh, not just for the owners, but like almost like also for all the, the people that. That work there like uh, maybe there's a lot of people that uh, work in uh, I don't know and other stuff that they can still be working in their homes like they, they can do home office but for us right like we
0: can't do anything no, it's and, uh, That's
1: it. Yeah, I mean I think what you have to do is to learn new stuff to read more to to do what normally you can't do because you're always busy working
0: That's it. You have to see it as an opportunity to just, yeah, do all the things you never have the time to do because we work so damn much. Yeah, like, also to, like, start thinking, like, what can you change after
1: all this? Like, uh, I don't know. For example, I'm trying to change a little bit the menu of, like, maybe having more uh, vegetarian options uh, instead of like meat options because like at the end all this happened because of uh, the biggest consumption of of meat you know like uh, so I don't know I think we we need to just think about how to to
0: change as uh, humans as uh, people and that's it I think yeah it's gonna be a big lesson for a lot of people you know what I realize something stupid I was thinking something that I will take away from this. And again, it's stupid. I used to bite my nails all the time. You know, when I get yes. stressed or like when I was, you know, trying to think about like solving a problem, I would always put my fucking fingers in my mouth. Yeah. And now like after like post COVID or during COVID, I, the, the, the idea of putting my, my fingernails in on my teeth, you know, on my mouth disgusts me. And I don't think I'll ever do that again. Yeah. That crazy. <laughs>
1: because I think maybe you start, you start knowing more each like, you're starting knowing you more like uh because now you're doing things that you normally don't do like you're just like sometimes you're just like like in the couch just thinking or whatever and uh, i don't know but yeah lots I think, of thinking
0: time yes, a lot of thinking time exactly. for sure are you are you by yourself are you are you quarantined by yourself
1: Yes, I'm. I'm by myself. Like, um, I, I'm the first uh, weeks, the first two weeks. It was kind of tough. It was like kind of sad, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: like not talking with anyone. But then I realized that, like, well, I'm not realized, but I start watching all these like stupid videos and posts of people like getting into fights and whatever. And, yeah, and it's like, oh, I think it's uh, at at the same time it's cool to be by myself. And uh, but well, like. In in my case, well, all, all of my family they're in Mexico, so right, uh, they all went to the our. We have a another house in the outsides, like like uh, like you, like you know, like in the outsides, yeah. like and they have like a pool, and they're doing like every day they're cooking there, they're doing barbecues oh, whatever. Nice. So that's that's cool too, but well, me, uh, I mean, it's not that Mexico is just here in the corner, right? So yeah. I had to
0: <laughs> yeah well it's you know it's like you said time to do stuff and i was really thinking about you because like for people don't know you and uh don't follow you on instagram i was um, i thought about you guys i thought about you and your crew i thought about you and julian and tessa and you and you guys are always like out eating out <laughs> you know, having a good time being together and i was like it's gonna be hard for the boys because like they're a unit you know they're they're, 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 they're they just move together and they just do so much stuff outside of work yeah like work, and they you hang know you know that that that's that's the most i I miss. Uh, I mean,
1: all, all, I mean, I miss a lot like being in the kitchen, working, and all that. but I also miss like finishing work, arriving home taking a shower and then just like a message from uh, I don't know from Julian or alexi like uh what's up uh, what are you doing today like let's go to this uh art expo and then at the end we all finish like in a nation restaurant eating and laughing and whatever like just yeah, no. chilling like like uh, life <laughs> life yeah that's what I missed the most maybe
0: I bet yeah well it's, I'll, I'll come back I mean you know it's it's I think we're like we're, we're gonna see the end of this very soon yeah, yeah. you'll get to get your boys back so, yes. to, uh, I mean, you know, don't want to focus, I mean, I, we can talk about whatever, but um, I think you have a life before this quarantine, and I think it's <laughs> interesting <laughs> to talk about that. And, like, even, like, we've known each other for years now, but, like, I, I don't really know yes. everything about, like, where you come from, what took you to Paris, why cooking, um, and like, if you want, we could talk about that, like why, who you are, where you come from and why you came to Paris doing what you do. Well, uh, well me, uh, my name is Emmanuel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I knew. No, well, like when I was, uh, when I was doing, uh, well, I, I studied law school. I'm a lawyer. Okay. And, uh, I did a university exchange in, in France, in, uh, Lille in 2008 Okay and I came back to my hometown to finish my studies and during my 5 years of uh, law school I was at the same time I was working as a lawyer. Wow. So I got the experience of like working as a because in Mexico you can work and study at the same time. Okay. And uh, I was doing like everything whatever a lawyer does but at the end when you have to like finish a case or whatever with the signature of my dad I could like uh, you know like charge for for that case or whatever. Right. So I I quite have experience uh, as a as a lawyer, you know, but just exactly when I finished my studies in 2011, uh, me and my ex in that moment like we decided that we wanted to just go <laughs> to leave Mexico, travel, yeah. <laughs> Not even I mean travel yeah, so at, at the end we 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 talked like about Paris, whatever. We arrived to Paris, and and uh I always wanted to like work in a in a restaurant. Even when I was studying in Mexico, my mom always told me like you should like go to like a uh, cook uh, school, like maybe on Saturdays, and why you know, like because you,
0: you, you like cooking?
1: Are you cooking yeah, at home I, or no? Because I I really like doing that, but like uh like I always. I was always learning from my mom or my grandma. Like, it was always like that. So my mom was like, yeah, you should do it maybe on Saturdays. And, you know, like, I was like, mom, like, I study and I work at the same time. Like, Saturday, I just want to just hang out with my friends. I just want to chill. I just want to, like, go out or whatever. Like, so I never listened to my mom. And as always, when you don't listen to your mom, like, you realize that she was right. (laughs) And then I come to Paris and then I start, like, searching, uh, like, jobs, you know. I started. Uh, I started working as a pedicap in in this uh, American company of a guy who, at the end, we we realized that he was a scam. Whoa! Because he, he was just like uh, taking. How to say? Like he was just um, giving contracts to expats, and uh, uh, in the third month, he always like he was like, "Oh well, you cannot work here anymore." I don't know. It was kind of like a tax stuff i don't know yeah, what yeah, I I
0: see what's happening okay so that would yeah
1: you, you were doing that okay uh, so I, I started working there and then four months after or three months after i remember like uh, i finished and then i'm like desperate looking for a job and i go to this restaurant uh it was like a fast food restaurant near opera uh i don't know if you've seen all these restaurants that they have everything already like done and you just like serve it in a like Uh in a small bowl and whatever and i do like a one day of uh like like uh how to say like uh training or yeah training and i couldn't even like speak like i couldn't even know like the name of the ingredients so like it it was really it was it was hard but i i i but i knew that if if uh i do like a second day or a third day i will I mean, I would do it perfectly, you know. Yeah, I know yeah. that I'm capable things of fast. doing it. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so the guy told me like, no, man, like uh, you don't, you, you can do this, like uh, you don't, you're not made for this, like for a restaurant and whatever. And so that made me feel a little bit like really bad. Oh, like, uh, like I felt like kind of like fuck. Like if I can't really like work in this, like what am I gonna do? Like, yeah, like yeah, 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 Because so for me it
0: was. 'Cause you, you gave up on being a lawyer? Like did you just that you knew that wasn't gonna be for you?
1: Yeah, man. When I when I told that to my dad, my dad was like, What the fuck? You uh, did five years? And uh, I was like, Yeah, but like I wasn't happy like being like I mean, it was easy for me working as a lawyer, but I it, I wasn't happy. So yeah, yeah, I was yeah. more like searching for happiness than than like I an mean, easy must. nanny, you know? Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, you know, it's you can always use that experience. Like the five years of, of working with the law, like knowing the law is it, going to be useful in our industry as well. I think no time is ever wasted. And, you know, I always try to record this podcast also as like, yeah, not a lesson, but something for people that are, stuck in life or thinking about working in our industry or whatever like and i think from people that are like oh man I can't, I can't go work in a restaurant because like i've I've been i've studied so much to be a lawyer or like something else it'd be such a waste it's never a waste like you can oh own, man you like you, it, you know?
1: it helped me even with like things that you will never think about like every time going to renew my my visa Oh. like even to know how to treat the people that work in all this bureaucracy yeah. even that helps you i cannot i cannot explain you how like it's so easy for me to just like talk with them to speak with them and like just to like make them laugh and whatever yeah. and and it's it's just like it's that like you learn all these simple things it's it's life you know
0: yeah
1: so yeah so at the end uh, i was like that then i met um that was in 2011 i met uh, alejandro the uh, owner of a local Yep, yeah yep. and and i told him like yeah i'm searching for a job i really want to work in like uh, in the restaurant business and cuz he just it, i think he just opened it was just like uh, maybe two months that he opened
0: okay did you go for some food did you just go to eat because you heard there was some good mexican food and then you got to talk to him
1: no, man, I met, I met him in a, so my hometown is like the in football, like in soccer. Okay. It's like the, like, uh, I don't know, like the, the fans are crazy. Like in Mexico, <laughs> we have like, we have like the biggest fans in our, in our hometown. So, and we have two teams, uh, Tigres and Monterrey. So one day I met this lawyer here that he invites me to his house at 2 a.m. to watch the no Derby. <laughs> and we were doing barbecue at 2 a.m. No in a balcony way. in Paris. And Alejandro was there because it was just people from our hometown. Right. So I met him <laughs> in a barbecue awesome. watching football. And uh, and then like uh, he told me that, yeah, I have this uh, restaurant. So at the end, I went there, I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is legit. Like, uh, like I sh- I should ask him like for, cause I, I really wanted, I wanted to work in a place where at least it's, you know, it's good, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, of course you must.
1: <laughs> yeah. So at the end I start working with him and, and that's it. Then he sponsored me with a working visa.
0: That's so cool.
1: And I've been working there since,
0: uh, it's been already like eight years, maybe. Eight wow. Years. Yeah. that's like that's a lot man in our industry people that stay for that long i mean respect that's that's amazing
1: yeah yeah i mean obviously i mean it, obviously it has a lot to be like i think it's more that uh like we really connect like uh alejandro has the same he thinks uh, like me and mm. it, it was it was so easy like uh to like understand each other and and then that's it like uh I don't know. I, I just started like learning more about like uh, Mexican food while I was here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was reading a lot. I was uh, watching techniques, uh, ingredients, blah, blah, blah. At, at first it was really difficult because like literally we got ingredients sometimes from like uh, our customers, you know, like right. like people it's they were coming like, yeah. from. Yeah, they were telling us, like, oh, we're going to Mexico. Do you need something? I'm like, please bring me, <laughs> like, chile guajillo, chile ancho. Like, like, in 2011, there there was there was nothing. Like, uh, yeah. like now it's so easy, and I'm still so impressed. That like, it's so easy, and there's no good Mexican yeah. restaurant. You, in guys were,
0: you guys were ahead of the game, for sure. So, Manu, I want to pause here, because I think that's really interesting. Can you tell us, from your point of view, because you've been working for this business for eight years which is huge so you're the best person to tell us what as an employee although like I think of you as being like almost like a part owner because you're so involved but like as an employee what makes you stay because that will give great uh, information for employers as well like what makes you don't want to go anywhere else what makes you happy where you are I think that, that's really interesting being able to talk to someone who's been in a business for so long why do you like it so much why you've been here? Why, why have you been there for so long well, I think maybe it's, like,
1: the confidence that... Uh, first, the confidence that Alejandro gave me, like, mm-hmm. uh, as an employee. Uh, I... When I arrived there, I didn't even ask him how much I was going to make. Yeah. And just, by like, by itself, every time when, like, he was... Like, Alejandro is a kind of guy that if he sees that you're working better and you, you improve everything, like... Uh, you're just gonna get more money yeah <laughs> you yeah
0: know, I like, so you, he rewards effort he, re- rewards, he effort.
1: rewards effort is that
0: exactly yeah. and uh the so trust, i think you're saying trust as well like is he trust you to everything you, yeah and then
1: he, he just gave me like the uh, like how do you say like the power of, yeah like
0: the, yeah the reality, whatever yeah. Okay.
1: yeah yeah so i think it, it was that and um uh, i don't know maybe it has a lot to Maybe too. It's like uh, I really like when people or, like when maybe like Mexicans, arrive to our place and and watch their faces while while they were eating and telling us like like this tastes like home, right? Like, like uh, I'm so impressed. So I think that that gave me more like uh, it's pride almost, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like I I think I feel like uh I feel like home there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, maybe it has to be. That, but also like yeah, the the confidence of, uh, of like uh, a boss that worked for so long in restaurant in the restaurant industry, Mm. and that he understands like how restaurant work, how is it to be like a waiter, how is it to be, like a manager before, how is it, you know, like he understands everything.
0: You know, he's he's been through every possible job in the industry. Yeah. Respect where he comes from.
1: Yeah. It's not, it's not just one guy who just like, oh, I have money. I should invest uh, opening a restaurant. Okay. So here's the money. No, like he really, he opened the restaurant, like working a lot before in restaurants and in bars. Like, uh, so he understands.
0: I think that's really important. I mean, you know, and like for me, okay, so people, sometimes they ask me like, I want to open a place and sometimes they have no experience. And I think this can be a problem, not so much for opening the place because you always manage to open, but then for your staff, it's, you know, they need to know, like for me, I like, I don't come from hospitality, but even before I even thought about opening a place, I we had like I had to work somewhere for a few years because you need that legitimacy and you need that that knowledge as well. Um, and I, I think what you're saying is right. Like you, you trust Alessandro. You want to give him your best because you know he's the real deal. He's he's done it. He's been there before. He built the business himself. He's not just some rich guy. And I think more and more this is gonna be a factor for people that are deciding where they want to work. It's like who am I working for? Is this person for real? Is it just a business investment like you know
1: yeah i mean you're you're right like like and also he shows how to work like yeah. it's not just like uh like for the first years like it was just uh. I remember being me and Alejandro staying until like midnight working and then just like drinking beers there after work until yeah. like 4 a.m. talking about business, talking about like what we should do, whatever. And then the next day we were there like at 9 a.m. working again. Yeah, like Yeah,
0: yeah. They yeah, didn't call at 11 being like, oh, guys, I'll be late. Like open yes. without me. Never, I- never, never. I think that's huge. It's called leading by example. And I think that's, that's, that's essential. And like, so, you know, sometimes people are like, oh, you're so lucky with your employees. Like you have 32, it seems like everybody's nice and you have, you don't have any problems. But I think at the core of that is is also that trust and that mutual respect. And the fact that we also lead by example, and we will never, I mean, you know, we work, we'll work as hard as everybody else. And the, the I think the minute you stop, and you, you start you started being you know that kind of boss that just kind of leans on on, on on his position. You lose that respect, and then and and shit starts you know. Yeah. Being kind of yeah, that's, that's true. Cool. That's, that was super interesting. I'm glad we talked about that. So um, so you've been in Paris a long time. Uh, but how do you, like, I know you love French food as well. Like, you always say your favorite, one of your favorite restaurants, it's always hard to make that call, it's Le Servant, which is, uh, <laughs> you know, quite French, but also a little Asian, uh, but yeah, a lot of, like, French technique and everything. Why, like... Do you cook French at home? Did you ever think about maybe uh, it would be sad, but leaving at Nopal to like learn more French technique? Where do you stand on that question? Uh, no, I
1: think like, well, yesterday for the first time in my life, I cooked uh, Coco Vent. I
0: saw that on Instagram. <laughs> it looked super good. It was yeah, so good. It was,
1: it was so good. Like, honestly, I, I, I was like, wow. Like, I, I was so happy that I did a lot. And I'm going to eat tomorrow again or today, maybe. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, no, I mean, mm, first I was kind of like, uh, like, how can I explain it? Like, uh, I never felt this confidence of saying I'm a chef, like, never. Like, uh, right. I'm always like, uh, I'm a cook because, like, I never went to to school, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: then uh, I started watching all these, like, uh, chefs in Paris that, they Like, there's a lot of really good chefs in Paris that they never went to school neither. Right. And uh, then after that, I started doing pop-ups. And I every time I arrived to a new kitchen to do a pop-up, I was learning a lot. But then I realized that there were a lot of people learning from me. Right. And yeah, um, I... I think that helped me a lot to win confidence mm. with um, like as a chef maybe I don't know as a yeah well, as a chef like I think it's been now like eight years that I've been doing like that I've been working in in the restaurant industry so um, and with this thing of like uh, going to French restaurants and I like it uh, I'm, I'm I'm so happy like I, I think I'm, I'm learning like this like eating in different restaurants like i yeah. invest i'm not not all my money but like i invest part of my money in going and trying new stuff that's your school and that's where you learn and then you just ask like you just ask directly like how do you do this uh, sauce how do you do this and it's you ask uh, they're your colleagues they're your friends and yeah. this is how you learn like uh I don't know, like the thing of uh, Le Cervane, and like, like I love what they do, like like are it's my favorite restaurant. Like uh, <laughs> it's, I it's just like I
0: can. It's so every good. T- every it's time good. I eat there, I, I'm just so happy. Like yeah, uh, consistency, right? It's 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 everything good it's every exciting. time, good every time.
1: Yeah, like I mean, yeah, there's a lot of like French like, Le like I love it, uh, uh, amaranth but uh, I like this challenge of like changing stuff and like using the classic techniques with like new like with new stuff or with with a mix of like you say like Asian mix and that's 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 cool. Like it's it's boring to eat the same thing every yeah know, every for day.
0: sure. I agree. I agree man, uh, <laughs> man- Talking about these places, like, being in confinement and thinking about, like, going to Le Servant or Maron, I was like, oh, I I, I didn't think I, I was missing it that much, but just thinking about it now, I'm like, I could really fucking go for, like, some yeah, now, yeah, you know?
1: Well, I, I live not so far away from Amarante, and I think he's doing, like, to-go. Oh, he's so that
0: He's doing 10 euros. He's crazy. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. for 10 bucks. I'm definitely going on Monday for sure. Oh yeah, that guy is is crazy. It's like it's the best deal in in Paris. Like uh, for lunch you can get like is it 23 euros, 24 euros? Uh, I think it's 23 food. yeah. Yeah, and and the food is amazing. Christophe is crazy. He's crazy. Cool, man. Um so what are you going to do after this? Like once we they give us the green light to get out of here, what are you what what's the first thing you're going to do? Well, uh I'm going to try to
1: well I need to focus at uh, with El Nopal. Like uh, I'm, I'm gonna try to like uh, first. I think we need to see what's gonna happen. Like yeah. you know, like uh, economically, like uh, if uh, we're gonna get all this like uh, support from the government, whatever. If not, yeah. like like we don't care. We we need to start again. Like uh, yeah. So my priority right now is like to to make El Nopal, like, to work better, like, uh, I want to change a little bit that thing about the meat and what I was telling you, like, uh, it's, it's tough, because, like, when you talk about Mexican food, it's always, like, like, really, like, very, a lot of meat, you know? Quite meaty, yeah.
0: Yeah. Which is so uh, delicious, Yeah.
1: But also, when you talk about Mexican food, it's about flavors and marinades. and So, I don't know. I'm, I'm working right now with some stuff like, I don't know, jackfruit, maybe marinated jackfruit instead of like shredded pork or whatever. I don't know. I'm, no, that's I'm, exciting. I'm, I mean, yeah, the, the way
0: forward, you're right. Less meat. I mean, everybody's saying it like meat, meat production is, is a big problem. So, it's, you yeah. know, it's, it's everybody's responsibility to slow down a little bit on the meat consumption for sure. Exactly. So yeah, I'm 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 focusing uh, in
1: this. Uh, I had a project uh, going on in Mexico, but like uh, with all these things, I think we're gonna stop it for now and see what's gonna happen.
0: Um, What is it like in Mexico right now? Do you talk to some people back there? Like, what is the situation like?
1: Well, first it was like kind of like shit because like even the president, like he didn't believe what was happening. Right. So I think when you have a leader like that, like people are going to just like not do anything. So I think we, we lose a lot of, we lost a lot of like time. And like, we how can I say? Like, it's like, uh if you already know what's happening on the other side of the world, like, like be careful, like start now.
0: Anticipate.
1: Yeah. Anticipate. And they didn't do that. So I'm just afraid that, about that, and that we're, like, near the United States, and uh, so... What is it, like, for restaurants, do you, like, are they closed, are they still, like, no.
0: takeaway? No, they're not even
1: closed. No, I mean, yes, but, like, they're just doing takeaway, but everyone, every restaurant is doing takeaway, like, it's, it's, like, a, it, you have to do it, like, we're, we're not, a like, a country where... If you don't have a job, you get like shomash or you get chumash, you know, like, uh, you don't work, you don't get money. Yes. The 80% of the people in Mexico, they live by the day. So it's, it's, they will never stop working. If you stop working, if you work, if uh, you die of coronavirus, if you stop working, you die of uh, hunger. So
0: it's like, it's it's fucked both ways. Yeah. So um, why did you, El Napal, why do you guys don't do takeaway what was the decision there i'm curious well first
1: we wanted to do takeaway and then we've been i mean we've been like reading and whatever and then we were we thought about like uh it's it's kind of dangerous for the how to call it delivery guys yeah but then we're, we're we're seeing that they're still delivery guys. They're still delivering whatever. I don't I know. know. We, we're still debating, man, because right, because uh, right. there's no money. Like uh, there's no money
0: getting into. I mean, I know. Do you know about this. You I understand? know, I know, I know, I know. And plus, you guys are like, you're so so for us. Takeaways yes. is not our. We don't do takeaways. It's not what we're known for. It's not our skill. It's not. It's not our forte. We're like a sit-down restaurant. So we just. It would be a big fucking headache to start doing takeaways and like do not drop the, without. Yeah, you know? I mean,
1: we're thinking of, of doing it. Like maybe Alejandro goes to
0: Pigal and I go to Canal, and that's it. Yeah, because you awesome. guys, you decked out for takeaway. They're, those are t- like takeaway places mostly. Like that's that's what yeah. you're designed to do is, is takeaway. Exactly. Food. Yeah, so we might do it next we might start next week. I
1: don't know. We're Thinking still debating. Yeah. We, we we first need to see what uh the new like rules are because I think on Sunday the president or the I heard that too, yeah. Be, yeah. Talking, so, yeah, it's,
0: hard it's always to know. it's hard not to know really. It's the hardest thing about this thing is like we just don't fucking know what's gonna happen, you know. Yeah. it's day by day.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So are you excited let's to go back
0: to work. Would you would you would you want to go back to work? Yes,
1: obviously. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, like I'm I'm the kind of uh I don't know, like uh I took for the first time in my life I took one month of vacations uh on January. Yeah. And the third week I was like, okay, no, I need to I need to work. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I can't. I can't so imagine now, like uh
0: just, yeah, fuck. i holidays. i first like, first holidays. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, and I, I wanted to, before. I wanted. I wanted. Like I was thinking as you're talking. Like there's one thing I yeah. want to talk to you about. And like you know, there's. I'm sure there's some people listening to this podcast that are you and their lawyers or like doing something else, like doctors or whatever. Like big, big careers. And like I even had a guy once. We came to Holly Belly. and like, you ask through Instagram. Like, can we have a meeting? Because like I'm a lawyer, but I want. I think I want to do something else. Like I'd like to talk to you about this. Shall we talked. And I think actually there's a lot of people with like pretty solid careers and like big money that just are not happy, as you were saying, but they just, they're not, they're not ready to take the jump yet. And I was like, you've done it. And like you were lawyer for five years studying and working. And then you were like, not doing this. What, can you talk to these people and like what would you say and like do you ever regret it and like are you glad you did it and like because you kind of like you made it to the other side of that tunnel and i think there's a lot of people listening that kind of want to quit their day job and like do hospitality and whatnot maybe you should talk about this for a minute
1: yes like well for me uh what made me change uh, like uh idea and everything one was like corruption like in like being a lawyer in Mexico, it was just like, you're going to win your cases, like m- not all of them, but a lot of cases like with corruption, you're going to, well, you're you're just in the middle of corruption, you know, like, sure. and that as a, as a, as a human being, is not like really healthy, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And two, I wasn't happy. And uh, I think that was the most important thing. Like, so if you really want to be happy, you just have to do what makes you happy, like, uh no matter if uh like if you did a whole degree and whatever because you thought that that will help you to like making a lot of money and whatever like at the end you you won't be happy you know like uh right. you just you just did it for the money yeah and if you really dedicate to what you really love and what you really what really makes you happy you're going to make it because like it's, it's just like it's like work like uh you're just working on that and you're gonna get it like it's not uh, it's 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 not easy but at the end you're gonna make it that's it
0: I think cool cool because yeah. it's, it's- must have been quite the change of lifestyle. I mean, you know, what you were making when you were a lawyer Oh uh, you... yeah.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. My, my mom telling me like, Oh, I, I when I was in Mexico, she was like, Yeah, I miss when you arrive with your suit, like like oh <laughs> <laughs> like, and I was like, Yeah, but like wearing a suit it, it was really uncomfortable. <laughs> like And then in a in a city where like we get like 45 degrees like with a suit like you're just in air conditioner like honestly i prefer (laughs) like not wearing a suit like i mean it's not it's not of like how people look at you or how you like show like as a like look i'm a lawyer like i'm wearing this no it's just like you have to be comfortable with your life like in general and you have to be happy and if and if, uh, like, uh, being in the restaurant industry makes you happy, well, come on. Like, if if uh, drawing makes you happy, like, come on, work and become the best, like, you know, like, in whatever you do. I think, I, I think agree. You know, I mean, you know, I'm just listening here being like, yep, yep, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Everything. And, and, and maybe not not, don't work for, like, to be the best, but just work for you to be happy and that's it. That's a lot. If you manage that already, that's a big win yeah yeah i know i mean and i'm i think i'm how do you say like surrounded by people that they're like happy doing what they do yeah so that helps you too like uh like uh you need to know with which people you need to like speak and hang out and whatever <laughs> like just
0: positive people and, and 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 also the people you're surrounded with that are you know, doing, doing what they want with their life and being creative and doing the work yes. they want to do, they're also successful financially. So it doesn't mean you, you have to choose between being poor and happy or rich and sad. You can also do something that you really enjoy and, and be quite su- su- successful financially. So it's like, like exactly. it's you know, for people that are not maybe willing to give up a, a kind of lifestyle, um, it, you don't have to swear to, poverty if you choose to do something that you didn't go to school for i mean there's there's many paths and and in the end like you say if you work hard doing something that you love there's a good chance you're going to be successful yeah i think like i think maybe before
1: it was more difficult like uh like as me like, like i never wanted to study uh I, I never wanted to be a chef because like in mexico like telling i'm a chef or i'm an artist or i'm this right. is like oh man like you're not going to do anything with your life like you have to yeah. be a lawyer you have to be an architect you have to be you have to do this you know but yeah, now yeah, yeah. in these days now everyone wants to be a chef like every everyone wants to be a, an artist everyone wants to be a blogger and, and and it's okay like people are doing now you can see that you can make money doing this yeah, and, totally. and and if you're happy do it and that's it uh it's just like i think now it's easier like um yeah, really more
0: free, free they be yeah. free they realize we only have one shot at this so it might as well do something that we enjoy you know
1: yeah we you always have to think that it was really more difficult for our parents and for our grandparents and just oh, yeah. try to chill and think what you can do like if you're not happy doing the same thing and working in the same office every day and doing having the same routine just quit and and think
0: what makes you happy and and do that totally one last question before I let you go and going back to your coq vin. Uh, <laughs> don't want to get in the way of your cooking. But uh, there's always one thing I was wondering about you. Um, I was wondering, and maybe if you can talk about this for just a minute. Um, do you ever want to own a restaurant or are you happy not being the owner? And if you can explain to us yeah,
1: Why? I I want to own a restaurant. I want to own a a business. Maybe not a restaurant. Maybe a bar. You know. Yeah. Uh, but I don't want to do it in France. Okay. <laughs> you know why?
0: Oh yeah, I know. I know why. <laughs> uh,
1: I want to do it in a country where I mean I love this country. I'm and I, and I will always be a. Uh, grateful with 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 france and and with all that france has had has, uh, give me or gave me you know but uh i want to do it in a country where like you can have your own restaurant and then just leave it there and then open another one then open another one and leave it someone there yeah. and not uh in a place where you have to pay for charges exactly the same amount what you pay to your employees you know it's yeah, i know what it's, you're saying it's, it's crazy and um i had uh the opportunity here like there's there's been several people telling me yes let's do it but uh no like um i don't want to get attached to something that it will give me more like like not problems but like it will stop me doing what i really want to do maybe in my hometown maybe bring everything that i learn here to my not my hometown my to my country right if i do something here it will be maybe something different as a restaurant like maybe like a restaurant consulting for mexican restaurants yeah like that's uh, cool. maybe changing all the way ch- changing all the vision of like mexican food in not just in paris but in europe yeah and Telling all the Mexican restaurants, showing them, like, look, look, guys, like, in 2011, there was nothing. And now you have everything. Come on.
0: Yeah, you, let's do better.
1: Just sock And come on, let's do it better. Yeah. <laughs> and change right. the, uh, it will never be like, like the Asian food in, in France or in Paris, because, like, uh, you still find more products, but we can do better. Like, honestly, yeah. Mexican restaurants, we
0: can do better. Honestly, it's so good. I mean, you know, when I went, we I went to Mexico for six weeks with Sarah a few years back, and like yeah. the food blew me away. And I have to say, like in Paris, uh, there are places, but it's true. Like it's, it, it would be, it would be. Yeah,
1: scary. there's yeah. three in Paris, there's three, four, and that's it. Like, yeah, that's but I, I, I wish there were like uh, at least 20.
0: Yeah, me too. And people, I mean, everybody loves good, real, authentic Mexican food. It's the yeah. best, it's everything you want to eat absolutely exactly. yeah cool man well thank you for making time for me today i, I know you're you, really busy bro. right now so <laughs>
1: <laughs> no man i'm not busy at all
0: <laughs> appreciate it manu man i miss you I uh, hope you you know take care of yourself looking take forward care, bro. to uh, having you at holly belly again and um yeah I, you people yes. you need to know manu is at holly belly at least once a week for the last six years <laughs> i miss him I miss his face i know
1: man i, I miss those pancakes
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Well, and not my face. You missed the pancakes, not my face. What's that about? Get <laughs> <laughs> your priorities right, Manu. Cool, cool man. We can, we can come back. Take care of yourself. Enjoy the coco vin. And uh, I'll talk to you soon, man. See you, bro. Take see care. You, bro. Take care. And that's it for uh, this episode number seven with Emmanuel Manu Pena. Hope you guys really enjoyed. Uh, It was a good chat with my my buddy Manu. Um, I promise for next episode, I'll definitely um, try to get an incredible, inspiring lady on the show. Uh, that That would be so, so good. Um, so I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, get on that right away. Uh, thanks for listening guys. And if you enjoyed, maybe pop us a little review. It's always appreciated knowing that you guys are out there listening. Uh, we've got the Instagram at that retro thing, uh, not plural thing with no S. Um, so yeah, maybe shoot us a line there and yeah. Um, iTunes reviews is always great. Uh, thanks for listening. Hope you're all doing well and, uh, I will catch you next time.